0: The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here. And for World Diabetes Awareness Month, we are doing something a little bit different every single day in November we will be releasing a brand new episode with practical tips, practical insight and practical advice you can implement with your own diabetes management. This is 30 days to change your life with type 1 diabetes. But remember, this is all from my own experience. If you have any issues or concerns regarding your own diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, enjoy this episode. How's it going? And welcome back to our 30 day Diabetes Awareness Month project. Essentially 30 days to massively improve your diabetes management with these 30 episodes and 30 videos, if you haven't seen them on Instagram yet. So next topic, we're going to try and keep it brief. One I'm passionate about as an Irishman, as Graham knows over the years. right? <laughs> Can I drink alcohol with type 1 diabetes? The short answer is yes. That's the shortest possible answer that I can give you. But I want to obviously go into a bit more detail with that to actually give you an effective and useful answer. So short answer, yes. But a few things you need to be aware of. Number one, following a, let's call it a heavy night of alcohol, right? (laughs) Whatever that is for you. Your blood sugar is naturally going to be inclined to trend lower the next day. After you've consumed a lot of alcohol, your liver's priority is to get that alcohol out of its system, out of your system. So therefore, it naturally inhibits your ability to naturally release glucose into your system. So your blood sugars may trend lower following alcohol. It's important to note. Also, when you are drinking, depending on however many drinks you have had, you are less sensitive to the feelings of highs and lows, which can potentially have a negative impact. So be mindful of it. So what I do if and when I'm drinking alcohol, number one is I will look at, can I make a measured and rational and logical decision around my choice of alcohol? Meaning something I say to myself a lot is, can I keep the experience of this thing the same, but make a decision around my diabetes management just to make it easier? And I know that if I make a decision around the type of alcohol that I drink, I don't need to worry about as many highs. I don't need to worry about as many lows. I don't need to worry about carb counting and taking insulin for pints. And I can actually just focus on enjoying the thing that I'm doing, whether it be dinner or a night out or whatever. So for me, a good example of two different decisions I can make and the impact that they can have. If I have a night of drinking, Graham knows I love these, tequila soda, Mm -hmm. as opposed to drinking pints for the night. The experience for me is the same. I'm still doing the exact same thing, but the simple decision of picking and sticking to tequila soda just makes it easier to manage my blood sugar. So that's the decision I will make at that time. The next thing I do is if I am drinking pints, for example, because I know everybody doesn't just like to drink tequila sodas and I appreciate that. (laughs) If I'm having beers, what I'll do is I will try and carb count the beer itself. If it's a bottle, if it's a pint, I know a pint of Guinness has about 15 grams of carbohydrate. So if I'm having a pint of Guinness, I'm going to take the insulin I require for that pint of Guinness, much like I would with food. The next thing I do is because I'm aware of the fact that the alcohol itself is going to cause my bloods to trend lower the next day. I don't want to run the risks of my bloods essentially going too low while I sleep, particularly if I've had a few drinks that night. So what I do to ensure that my blood sugars don't go too low while I'm asleep, when I get home, whatever I've been doing, I will have food prior to going to sleep without insulin. That's the key for me. Because if I have, say, 15, 20, 30 grams of carbohydrate without insulin, I'm going to bed with confidence knowing that my blood sugars aren't going to go low and maybe even dangerously low if I've had some alcohol. So really important. And then the last thing that I do, I know we're trying to keep these nice and short because essentially these are bite-sized episodes. I can go in to a lot more depth with this. But the last thing that I do is I will potentially reduce the insulin that I take the next day. Again, because of the fact that the alcohol itself is likely going to cause my blood sugar to come lower if i reduce the insulin that i take i'm again reducing the likelihood throughout that entire day of my blood bloods going too low so that could look like if i have a meal that generally requires say 5 units of insulin because i know my bloods are trending lower because i know i was out the night before because i know i had a few drinks maybe today i'm just going to take 4 units for that meal to avoid That continued drop. But for me, again, to reiterate, the simplest and most effective thing we can do is simply looking at what's my choice of alcohol and how can I keep things as simple as possible for myself?